0: There is life after death. I know this to be true. I can see him, Mr. C.S. Fox, slightly stooped in his short-sleeved button-down shirt, khaki pants, and wide-brimmed hat. I can hear his playful language, his throaty chuckle. I can smell the dust of the dirt road that winds to his fishing lake, his favorite grandchild bouncing along beside him in the old truck. I can laugh at how relentless in his, he was in his frugality, except when it came to televisions. Shopping for weeks for a new pair of socks, but dropping hundreds on the newly released TV he just had to have. I can taste the vegetables he grew laid out on the table, the bounty of okra, tomatoes, and corn, and cucumbers. And I can hear him say to his wife, Oh, I guess you're going to cheat us and not put out the butter beans. He's dead. But I can see and feel all of these things. There is life after death. All that dies remains alive, wrote the fiercely humanist poet Robinson Jeffers. Speaking of his beloved wife, Una, he says, Here is the poem, dearest. You will never read it, nor hear it. You were more beautiful than a hawk flying. But the ashes have fallen, and the flame has gone up. Nothing human remains. You are earth and air. You are in the beauty of the ocean and the great streaming triumphs of sundown. You are alive and well in the tender young grass rejoicing. There is life after death. Days from now on November 1st and 2nd, many in Mexico, and some of our neighbors will celebrate Dia de los Muertes. Now entwined with All Saints and All Souls' Days on the Catholic calendar, it has its roots in the indigenous pre-Hispanic peoples, the Aztec and the Toltec. For these people, it was considered disrespectful to mourn the dead because they were still very much part of the community. On these special days of the year, Families created ofrendas, offering at, creating offerings at their homes or at a gravesite. Family members might place on an altar candles, water given to quench the thirst of a long journey, pictures of their dead, paper marigold flowers, sugar skulls, bread, any treats that the person was fond of, The offerings are meant to entice the dead to return. Family members clean and decorate the graves of their beloved dead. Processions march to the cemeteries, where they will stay for a while, to reminisce, play games, hear music. The living spread blankets out on the graves, commune with the dead while enjoying being alive. Dia de los Muertes is about telling stories to the next generation. It's about honoring the ancestors. It's about saying the names of the dead, making sure that the children learn the lessons passed on by those who have departed. Those who practice this sacred tradition know there is life after death. All Souls Day and Dia de los Muertes remind us What we who are living already know. We are all in this together. That part of the deal of being human is that each of us must contend with the passing of our loved ones. All of us here have lost someone dear to us. In the short time that I've been here, you have suffered many losses. You grieve beloved aunts and uncles and other extended family members. You grieve grandparents, neighbors, colleagues, siblings. You yearn for beloved friends, your spouses, your children. Wendell Berry says, I don't believe that grief passes away. It has its time and place forever. More time is added to it. It becomes a story within a story. But grief and griever alike endure. Each of us carry with us different grieving stories. Some of you are in the grasp of intense grief. Some of you have carried a deep grief with you for many years that has settled now into your blood and bones. Many of you, advanced in years, have collected a whole library of griefs, and new volumes are added relentlessly. Yes, there is life after death. Our loved ones do live on in blessed memory. There is life after death. Energy once created can never be destroyed. Our ancestors' energy is in the trees, the birds, the mountains. And while true on the hard days, what solace is that? I talked recently with a friend, a very bright professional woman, who, though thoroughly skeptical on a reference from another friend, engaged a medium to see if she could talk to her dad who had died suddenly. She said incredulously that the medium brought her dad through, and through the medium, her dad shared things that the medium never could have known. My friend said it was completely amazing and she doesn't have any doubt now that her dad lives on in spirit. But she said, that doesn't mean that I can get a hug from him at Thanksgiving. She still longs for the fact of him, his presence on this good earth. Edna St. Vincent Millay said, where you used to be, there is a hole in the world which I find myself constantly walking around in the daytime and falling in at night. I miss you like hell. I hope that this place is a place where each of us can feel fully whatever is arising in our experience, including deep grief a place where we are not afraid of tears. The poet Adrian Rich says, there must be those among whom we can sit down and weep and still be counted as warriors. I hope that we all know here that grief takes what it takes, that timelines don't apply. For those of you who are grieving, I hope you will share your stories and your pain with us. Tell the stories of your dead. Remember them to us. Tell us of their gifts and tell us, too, how they hurt you and how you survived. Tell us what you learned from them and how you learned it. This storytelling matters. I know. C.S. Fox the good man with the wide-brimmed hat and the overflowing garden. I learned from him the value of generosity and family and hard work and delight in the beautiful world. And he passed away before I had the chance to ever meet him. He was my husband's grandfather, endearingly called Papa. And over the last 17 years, my husband has told me and now shares with my child hundreds of Papa stories. (coughs) Papa is part of us now because Jay keeps his memory alive. There is life after death. Today, we see that it is so. In remembering our dead, In allowing them the space to visit our minds and our hearts, in sharing their names and their stories, they live. I end with words from the Reverend Victoria Safford. She says If the dead come back to haunt us, I believe they're begging us to tell the truth that all of us are human, all of us are mortal. And life is very short. It is breathtakingly short. And most of us are trying, despite sorrow, grief, and loss, to lead joyful lives, to some extent made stronger by our losses, or more wise, or gentler. And most of us are trying to lead lives that bring honor to the memory of the dead lives that will somehow smooth the way of those who come after us, all these children who we will never meet, on whom our lives depend. And under one sky, while we live, and restored to the same common ground when we die, we are one. We are one, with no exceptions.